In this parasha, we have a number of uh, civil laws, uh, which seems to be dealing with uh, monetary disputes and questions about money and property. But uh, as the commentaries point out, that all of those halachas also have a spiritual meaning in Avedis Hashem. So just give a few examples. The first uh, mitzvah that's given in the parsha is about an Eved Ivri. Somebody buys an Eved Ivri, a Jew, as a slave, then he should work for six years, and the seventh year goes out free. Now the Rashi says right in the beginning there, Kisikna Eved Ivri, he says Rashi, that the word Eved Ivri can be read in two ways. Uh, one is that Eved Ivri means that the Eved is an Ivri, and which is the way we actually read it. That's how we actually understand it. That the, the, the Jew, the Eved, is actually Jewish. But Rashi says, oh, but there is a way to read it differently. Maybe we should be reading it Eved Ivri, that it's an Eved Kanani, he's a Goy, but he belongs to an Ivri. That means that he, you bought it, Kisikne Eved, you buy an Eved Kanani from an Ivri. He belonged to an Ivri. An Ivri owned him. And then the halach is that six years he shall work, and the seventh day he shall go free. So normally an Eved Kanani works forever. But because you bought it from an Ivri, even though he's an Eved Kanani, you, he, he goes out in the seventh year. That's what we could say. One could think. He says, Rashi, no, that's not true. We'll prove it. And Rashi proves it from a Pasuk in, in Chumash Dvarim, which says clearly that Evet Ivri here means <clears throat> Evet, who himself, his identity is that he's an Ivri. Not that he belongs belonged to an Ivri and somebody bought it from an Ivri. Now, <clears throat> the notion of Rashi is Yochel, or Einoi, or maybe, maybe it's talking about a slave of a Jew, not that the slave himself is Jewish, but he's a slave of a Jew. So, an Evid which he bought from a Jew. says, Rashi Talmud that's why we learn from a Pasuk, there's a Pasuk in Tavarim from which we learn now that we're talking about a Jewish slave. The slave itself is Jewish. Now, the Rebbe teaches this up in Avedis Hashem, as we know from Chesidus, that there are three categories of avodim. There's an Eved Knani, a Goyish slave. There's a Jewish slave, Eved Ivri. And then there's an Oma Ivriya, a Jewish maid. And the halachas are very different in each one of them. How they are set free and when they're set free and so on. Now, Echsidus, it says that the three different categories of avodim corresponds to different levels in Avedis Hashem. Then generally, the, the level of an Eved is someone who is working, is, is serving. Eved means a servant. He's serving Hashem. Serving Hashem means that you are disciplining yourself. A person is disciplining yourself to conform and to comply with the Ratz and Hashem. But in that, there are different levels. There is a level which is altogether not an Eved. He's a Ben. That's the highest level. Like a child. A child totally identifies with the thinking of the father. And therefore, there's not Shaykh and even Avdus. Avdus means subordination. And Eved is somebody who subordinates himself. In the subordination, there are various levels. And Eved Knani is, as the Gemara says, an Eved Knani be'efkeire nichalei. Eved Knani is somebody who, by nature, uh, by default, wants to be hefker. That means he wants to follow his own desires, be free, be autonomous, and run wild to do whatever his heart wants. But uh, because he's afraid of the punishment of the master, so he restrains himself and refrains from, from doing things that the master does not want. 
In Ruchnis, it means a Jew who Be'etzem is Nefesh Abamas and Yitzhak is very strong. And he wishes and he desires and dreams of being able to follow his Nefesh Abamas. But then he also is aware that he is a, a Jew and he has to do what Hashem wants. And if he doesn't, Hashem can punish him. Um, he'll bear the consequences. So he, he refrains himself. So that means he's constantly fighting off um, a conflicting tendency, a conflicting urge that drives him towards being hefker, going, you know, on, on discharging any kind of yoke of heaven upon himself. But he is refraining himself because he's constantly reminded of the fear that he might get punished. Yeah, there's an ulterior motive here. That he's afraid to be punished. That's why he's not doing the Avera. That's a very low level of, of subordination to Hashem. Such a person, internally in his heart, he's clearly um, you know, disconnected from Hashem. But in action, he, in the end of the day, he forces himself to do the right thing because he's afraid. Evan Ivory is somebody who's already has a certain desire to subordinate himself. He's more disciplined, right? He's already in a level where he understands the importance of it and has a, maybe more of a gishmak, a desire, and an enjoyment. He appreciates the avdus, the subordination. It's very different. So the Rebbe is like this. Ever Kanani, a Jew sometimes, right? when you buy an Evadivri, so Rashi says, Maybe it means an Evad Knani who is owned by an Evad Ivri. And the Rebbe explained what does that mean. An Evad Knani, as we said before, his heart and mind is like a Knani who, who, who doesn't want to be part of, uh, of, of subordination, doesn't want to subordinate himself. He wants to be Hefka. But he's, he's fought an Evad in, in practice. At the end of the day, he doesn't do what, what's wrong because he's afraid. Says a Jew looks at himself and says, What am I? I'm an Evid Knani. I feel like an Evid Knani. I feel my Yitzhahara really wants me to do the wrong thing. And I've, my heart is drawn to it. I just have to constantly fight it off and force myself not to do what I want. So he looks like an Evid Knani. So we tell him, that's what Rashi is saying. We're talking about an Evid Ivri. We're not talking about an Evid Knani. Ah, you'll say, He's an Evid Knani which is owned by a Jew. In other words, Rashi is alluding that he's an Evid Knani, but he knows that he has deep inside some kind of a consciousness of an Ivri. That means he's an Evid Knani in actuality. Consciously, he functions and, and operates like an Evid Knani with all the desires and all the nasty tendencies of an Evid Knani. He wants to be Hefker, but he knows deep inside there's a nagging voice that says, yeah, you belong to an Ivri. It's an Evid Knani that belongs to an Ivri. It's the type of Jew that knows he's a Jew, but in actuality, he's Yitzhahorim. Is, is very powerful and very dominant. So we say to him, Talmud Leimah. That's why it says, Talmud Leimah means, we tell this Jew, go learn Torah. Talmud, learn Torah. When you learn Torah, you'll discover that you're actually a Jew. You're an Eved Ivri. You're not a Goy. The fact that you feel like a Goy, like an Eved Kanani, is only because your Neshama came down into a Guf and Shabamis. And the Guf and Shabamis became very coarsened and and it's to begin with Korth, but through a person's behavior, um, he basically coarsened it even worse, even more. 
till the person be, started feeling like an Evet Knani. But if you start learning Torah and refining yourself, you'll discover you're not an Evet Knani that is just attached to an Ivri and belongs to an Ivri. You're actually an Evet Ivri yourself. And then if you work and you learn and refine yourself, you eventually come to the Dag of Omar Ivriya, which according to Zaya is a higher Dag of, of subordination, which is, which is even the highest Dag, the Dag of a, of a Tzaddik.